Hello and welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, author of How to Start a Side Hustle and resident business coach, serving you straight up business advice to help you start, grow and scale the business of your dreams. Hello and welcome back to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford. And on today's episode, I'm so honored and excited to share an incredible story and insights into a coaching client of mine. And her name is Sean. She is a still life photographer. And we've been working together for, I think, over six months. Um, and I'm not going to say too much because we really dive into all of it together. But in our last session a few weeks ago, Sean was just sharing all of these incredible wins that she's had in her business. And I asked her to come on the podcast and share because I felt really proud, but also emotional and, you know, this sense of loving what I get to do and see in my business. Uh, When I work with people who come in and completely transform themselves and back themselves and, and as a result get, yeah, a whole transformed business and get to do more of what they love. And so Shan talks about the journey that we went on, the things that she did to change her business and some of the results that that's got her in her business. And I just think it's a really relatable story. And, you know, there's probably a lot of people out there who are looking to go from a freelancer, personal brand to, you know, taking it up a notch and uh, working on their business and being perceived as a um, as a business or a brand. And I get this question a lot, you know, like how do I start attracting new clients or bigger clients or charging more and keep growing and scaling, which is a really inspiring question because it means that, yeah, you, you're ready to keep challenging and growing yourself as a creative and, and don't just want to stay where you are. So it's a lot of that middle ground of, you know, I've started out, I've got some results, I've got clients, I make money, but now how do I start taking myself more seriously and and keep growing and scaling? Uh, so yeah, a very generous, incredible episode where Sean pretty much gave away all of the advice that I gave her for free to you guys, <laughs> which goes to show how incredible she is. Uh, but yeah, enjoy the episode. Make sure you check out her work. Um, and yeah, we'd love to hear what you think. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. <laughs> so lovely to have you here. Normally this is a Zoom coaching session, but today we have a very, very special guest um, who is an incredible photographer and also a coaching client, a friend. I feel like we're going to have coffee real soon. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but somebody who's also given me incredible lessons and in learning on my business coaching journey. Um, but welcome to the podcast, Sean. Welcome. Oh, and- thank you so much for having me here. Um, I mean, we've talked about how much I binge your podcast. So like to be here, I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and I think it's good to let people know that because um, Sean and I have been working together for like the last six or so months. Yeah. Has had, and our last session that we, a couple of weeks ago, um, mm. shared all of these incredible wins. And I was just like, 
oh my God, <laughs> just so proud and in awe and, you know, like inspired by you as well. And, and looking back on the journey and I know that, you know, there was, there's been times where you're like, what am I doing? Yes, and, sure. um, and so I thought when I asked Sean to come on the podcast, um, your first response was, I'm, I'm not ready and I'm not finished and like, I'm still growing. <laughs> And I thought, no, that's the perfect reason you need to be here because it's relatable. Yes, 100%, 100%. Like yeah. that, yeah, it was, it's interesting as well. Like I think there's always things as we progress where we're like, oh, I don't I don't want to pretend like I'm bigger than I am or I'm something else. But I, as I thought about it, I was like, no, I feel like people could learn from my experience and working with you and yeah. the journey that we've taken together and like all the things that kind of like I've discovered along the way as yeah. you know, someone who like, is a creative, works creatively, and like previously just didn't really think about what I did as a business mm. um, and just how actually by thinking as a business and like putting in all of these steps and implementing these tools, I was able to mm. actually funnel my creativity and like take my creativity to the next level, which was a totally mm. unexpected um, step for me in this yeah. process. Yeah, I love that. And I think we'll definitely dive into how you did that because, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of startup creative content that's how to start a side hustle. Mm. And then we have a lot of guests who are like, you know, multi-million dollar businesses. Yes. And then, you know, it's really nice to have this really middle ground of like, mm. yeah, I was a freelance, you know, creative working mm. for myself to build it. It's that next level, you know, in yes. between stage of yes. taking yourself seriously, you know, you know, getting higher paying clients up your portfolio um attracting also, opportunities with ease as well I think yeah it's I think just understanding who you are more as well like because I think that's one of the biggest things when I first started working with you that there's lots of questions about who you are like what sets you apart mm. like what are your goals like what are what are your core values like I think mm. these are a lot of things that like you get asked these questions and for, for me, when I started, I was like, oh, well, my thing is just, I'm just, I'm just good at what I do. And like, mm. people are going to like working with me because I'm nice. And like, all of those things are true, but they don't make you someone that a person who doesn't know you or comes across your work is going to be, oh, I have to work with that person. And mm. I need to work with that person. And you're going to bring me something different and you're going to like elevate what I do. So I think for me, like a lot of this was kind of really getting down to that core truth of like, what is it that I do? And for me, a lot of that was actually just through like working on like the work that I was producing and just taking time to be like, okay, like I'm not super, super busy right now, but I'm going to just generate work that I would love to see. Like if I was just a person scrolling on Instagram or if I was a brand, like what images would make mm. me stop or go, wow, like that's really cool. I haven't seen that before. And like, that's mm. the stuff I need to be making for no other reason than mm. I just wanted to make cool things, things that yeah. I was interested in. And then as I started doing that, like I began to be like, oh, like these are like, this is the thing I'm more gravitating towards. And like, I'm a person, I'm very bubbly and, and I love color, but like my work was very like monochromatic and muted because like that was the vibe and the trend at the time. And I, I said to my good friend Emma of Voluptuous Ceramics, who's also very colorful, I was like, I think I'm going to start adding color to my work. And she was like, Chan, yes, of course. <laughs> and like that journey had like really exploded into this new version of what I was. And then it related back to everything else I was doing in my business, like tying in with my branding and tying in with everything else. And like 
how I was going to update my website and how I was going to build all of this extra identity around where I was heading creatively. Mm. Like, so that, like, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's also because that just reminded me mm. of because you changed your logo color yes. thing through this. I changed everything. <laughs> right. Because, and I, that, I remember that conversation mm. where we were like, yeah, well, you are this bright personality mm. and that's everything you're saying of, you know, you, before we started recording, you're like, I wear bright colors on set. Yes. And um, yeah. And then your logo, we're like, well, let's put it in the logo. Yes. And, yes. You know, Bring it all through. Yeah. So like, yeah. and, and I think this goes back to like another thing, like you talk about as well is just being consistent every place people find you so like if people go to your instagram or your website or like they get an email from you like it all feels like it comes from the same person and it all has the same level of like polish and like authenticity about who you yeah. are which was again yeah. like something that took me a really long time mm. to actually figure out what that was like I'm sure like you and a lot of other people were like see I was trying this and I was trying that and like I was like oh this is really cool and the people were like no, no, no. Like that's mm. not the vibe for you. <laughs> like Yeah. Well, I'm really yeah, I'm really glad you used the word authenticity because it's mm. like and I and there's so much here because it's like I think, you know, and I've noticed this with coaching over the years, it's like, and I definitely was like, I'm a very practical outcomes mm. person. And so mm. when I do a coaching session, I do like people to be like, okay, well, what's the next step, mm. right? And give them clear homework and and we're moving mm. forward, forward, forward. Yes. And I think over the years and why this podcast conversation inspires me so much is mm. because often it you can't just come in with a like hey Kay, i want coaching and i want to take my business from here to here mm. and you just go cool well here's five things to do you actually have to go and what we did is mm. go back a few steps and go mm. okay let's take a you know like yeah. a bird's eye view and do a bit of a health check mm. and bring it into full alignment and i think that leads us in perfectly because mm. sometimes the sometimes that feels counterintuitive and it feels like mm. well this is boring and it doesn't make money and all these things but I think what we'll learn through your story yeah is that taking that time has been it made your business effortlessly grow mm. yes. and so it wasn't necessarily like you know how to run Facebook ads and stuff but it was like when you brought your company into your business and your work into alignment with who you are and mm. then eventually began to stand in that confidence in yourself mm. and just be yourself mm. that's when it i feel like things started and your creativity lit up yeah. and the way that you would you know show up on your for yourself and the in mm. the work that you were doing mm. And the way that you backed yourself um, was it was like, yeah, because I'm proud of this feels like an extension of yeah. me. I'm not trying to be anything mm. anymore. Which is so hard. Like mm. I think it is the hardest thing. And I think when you start out, you intellectually know that's where you have to go. Like like, mm. like you said, like you're like, oh, well, this is where I'm standing like down here and I need to take these steps. Like, I need to get there. But I think for me, especially when I first started, like, well, how about I recap and we start yes. the story? And let's start. <laughs> let's do that because I think let's talk about where. Well, yeah, you obviously mm. a photographer, so yes. mate, let's introduce yourself. Just Tell, introduce give us your elevator pitch. Hi. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, look, uh, my name is Shan. I go by mm. Shan Fei, and uh, I'm a still life photographer. Uh, 
But basically, when I came to you, I was at this point in my life where I'd been working in the industry for like eight or nine years, like started out working in the studios for magazines and then assisting. And like, I'd just really been around a lot. And I had this part-time job at a studio shooting ad work. And so like I was working and I had freelance clients, but I was just like, I just feel like there's more out there for me and I'm not tapping into that. And I had some freelance work coming in that was like I'd had clients for years and I just decided um, uh, basically in the middle of the pandemic to be like, I'm just going to go back to being full-time freelance because I feel like there's enough momentum for me to keep going. And then like things just stopped essentially. Like it was Mm. really jarring because I've been so busy for so long just doing bits and pieces that Mm. I, I didn't really know how to deal with it in some aspects like I found it really challenging and I felt like I was trying to put my voice out there and like bring in work but it just wasn't happening in the way that like I thought it would because I was like I've got all these foundations in place already like I'm fine Um, and then I was talking to my friend Emma who works with you and she said I think you need to speak to Kay Mm -hmm. I think she could do wonderful things for you and really Mm -hmm. help you elevate where you're going with your business I was like I've never thought about business coaching. Like, you know, um, I'm a photographer, I'm a creative, like I'm not a business person. I just do this and like, no, if people didn't pay me, I'd just do it and it's fine and it's amazing. Um, So then when I really thought about it, I was like, no, like maybe all the things I'm trying to do aren't working. Like maybe I do need to bring someone in and just like help me through this period. Um, And so that's where we got in contact and we started working together and we just chatted about like all the things I wanted to do and where I wanted to be. And looking back on it now, I think when we started talking, I was like, yeah, I have, I I have this clear vision of who I am and where I want to go and like all the things. And actually it was so basic and so rudimentary, like in terms of where I've got to now of like understanding like who I am and what I do and where I want to be. Um, and I think I just had to go through a process of like learning and growing with you and in myself. Mm. Mm. And that basically started like where I realized, oh, like I'm taking on all these work from clients that like I don't really love or like I'm not mm. getting paid what I want to get paid from something where I feel like I'm giving all of this time and energy to people and I'm not seeing a financial return for that. And now that I'm freelancing full time, that actually matters. Like it Mm. matters that I'm not, you know, my business isn't financially viable essentially. Mm. And I just made the decision before we started working together to like get a studio space, which has been like the best decision like ever. But like, I think I'd added all these extra financial things onto my business and I was like feeling very overwhelmed. Mm. And as we started working together and you'd like ask me all these questions and like ask me to really think deeply, I think, and like gave me tools of like, you need to, uh, oh, I've totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So, well, it's interesting because it's like, I think that beginning stage too, and it's really interesting because mm. it's like when you're in that freelance space, Mm. Yeah, you go, okay, well, I need to bring some money in. Let's go and get some clients, you know, and you kind of have your contacts or you do these things and stuff. And it's very kind of like almost reactionary and, Mm. you know, and also, you know, whoever comes I'll take and, you know, this this and that. And I think that's when you were came to that thing yes. of being like it's and I see it a lot. It's like you kind of max out your freelance mm. capacity or you get sick of the mm. 
the wash of sometimes it's in, sometimes it's not, and you're kind of doing the job and you mm. forget to like figure out where your next income's yes. coming. And and I think the difference is that you were, yeah, you were like, I I'm, yeah, I don't want to be on the roller coaster of freelance. I want to mm. have, I want to be perceived as a, a company or a professional mm. or a, a business. And I want to start so that it feels more safe and secure and consistent and professional and, mm. and you can creatively challenge yourself, right? Because yes. you're, you're also, kind of grown out of the bucket yes. where you were, the pool and like, that I you think were hanging out. About this of talking about like um, uh, the circles of people like and like expanding the circles of where people mm. know you and where you're getting work from because I was definitely in this tight circle and I think in my own mind, I'd been like, well, this is fine. Like I can just float in this circle forever and it's going to be okay. And I think when yeah. like, I was that realization of actually no, like that's so limiting. Um, yeah. And actually you can be so much more than what you think you can yeah. be. Um, and, and you definitely outgrown it, you know, like you could, yeah. you were feeling those growing pains of like hitting the edge of the, mm. yeah, of the circle and being like, is this, yeah. And you, and I think most creatives have that at mm. some point where they're just like, okay, I've mastered this. And mm. I've mastered this, you know, and it's almost like you do exhaust your in that, you know, immediate yes. thing, and then you've got to go and go get more people to know about yes. you. you know? Yes, and I think um, understanding that, like, all of that is not just through my work is amazing because I think that's mm. also a thing that I got in my head about because I was like, I know technically, like, my work is really good, and like, it was the feedback that I was getting from a lot of people that I work with. It's like we really like working with you, and it's like, how do I take that and then turn it into something where other people can see that just by looking mm. at what I'm doing. And I didn't understand that to begin with and, like, how to mm. visually articulate that through, like, everything I was putting out into the world. So, like, mm. after we started working together, you were suggesting, oh, I think you need to, like, do your website and, like, all this sort of stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, this is going to be a huge, mm. like, reinvention of myself essentially. Mm. And you suggested that I get copywriting. Mm. And I was like, oh. I've never thought about that before. Mm -hmm. Like, what what do I need copywriting for? Like, I you know whatever. I not that I'm a wordsmith, but like I can mm -hmm. string a few words together. But as I sat mm -hmm. down and actually tried to think about, oh, like who am I and what am I going to do? And then I think I listened to one of your podcasts where you were talking to a copywriter and they were just talking about how a copywriter can take the essence and the ideas of what you do, and because they are like looking back at you, they can then reflect you in a way that you would never be able to articulate mm. yourself. Yeah. Which is exactly what happened to me. I worked with the legends over at Bossy Copywriting and like I just, I found them and I like, fell in love with them like from the beginning because mm. they have such an attitude and a tone and I was like, oh, that's what I want. Like so many photographers have these websites and it's like so minimal about mm. them. It's very like so-and-so is a professional, like still life advertising photographer, the end, like mysterious mm. and like, yeah. ooh, like I don't have to mm. sell myself. So I was like, oh, so I don't want to be out there and like selling mm. myself. You're like, work with me, but I want something that is reflective of mm. my work, but through like text and copy. And yeah. so like I said to Bossy, I was like, I want you to just give me mm. the most like pumped up version of his ideas that I have and I just want you to run with it mm. and they came back to me and they like just created this world that was all about like describing my images mm. as food and deliciousness and I was like all of these things mm. are just so amazing I would just never yeah. have got there myself. And I think that was the beauty of also that creative team coming mm. in. I mean also just to take it back a few steps mm. is like 
I think it's really important because when you when like your brand is your name, mm, right? Yes. And your skill set is yours. Yes. So I think on some ways people are like, no, it can't be that hard. It's me, right? Yes, 100%. And so it feels like the last thing that you want to write about. It's not like you're trying to describe a product or mm. or, or a business or, you know, a company yeah. name, right? So, but I think what I, and if you don't mind me sharing, no, is no, like no. what when we reflected on it, we were having all of these conversations that mm. were just like, you know, we was really detailed into tell me, yeah, what happens when you hear from somebody and and mm. then what happens next? And to go back to when you came into coaching mm. and one of the goals you had were to attract, you know, people who yes. are willing and able to pay for your services yes. at a rate. And you you probably have 10 times your mm. day rate yes. consistently to yes. what you were when you came yes. in. You know, I think yes. when I said Definitely. outline who your current clients are yes. and how much they're paying. Yeah. And I remember you just being like, well, this one's a favor. And, you know, I just gave them a discount because they're just starting out. And like, no, but, and like, there was an excuse for every reason as to why yes. you're charging so yes. under your value. Yes. This is that, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is and so when we set that, you know, goal of mm. how much you should be charging yes. because you're yes. also doing a disservice to the rest of your creative yes. fellows out there yes. and yourself. Yes. Um, and it was like then we went to look at, well, if we want to be charging this amount, mm. where are all the touch points that show that you're worth that? Mm. And when I my reflection on the website was, the, the dollars that you were charging were mm. reflected in even your client onboarding process because yes. you would send this pitch doc that said, yeah, but if you can't afford it, let me know. And I was just like, <laughs> like yeah, no. no worries if not. You can pay, but it's so fun if you don't want to pay. <laughs> like, yes, totally. Which is also your nature, mm. right? So you're yeah. naturally like a how can I over-deliver. Mm. But then I think that was the perks of copy of bossy Yes. copywriting is that they saw your value as well mm. between them saying you know me kind of being like wait like start yeah, valuing yeah. Yes. yourself and you being like okay but like you know both kind of leveraging yes. you up and saying hang on a second you deserve to be up here yes um so let's wrap you around with things that make you feel mm. like you're up there which is yes. your copywriting and your colors and mm. and the the way that you would write emails and and mm. the onboarding process and yeah um and then that and then I feel like those wraparound things yeah. really helped you to go you know it's almost like I imagine us two pushing you going yes. okay this person wants to meet you go over and meet them and yes. we're like pushing you to have this conversation and you're like no, I don't want to, you know we're like, oh, get over there and charge no, what you're it. worth do it and I think that is the thing um you know uh, as creatives we're always a bit like self-conscious of what we do and I think by going through this and like working with other other people to help me build this idea of what I was and like show me and guide me to be like you can be more and we see you as more it's allowed me to like step into that confidence and be like oh yeah like I I can charge I can charge what I want I can have this visual appeal and identity that feels at the level that I see myself internally and I've noticed that like now what happens is like I'll send people my um like my my run rate or and it's like a, a beautiful document that I've spent lots of time working on <laughs> to come up with like the style and and now people get it and they are like 
oh my god i'll give you your money i'll give you the money like Sign yes i need yes. to work with you now i like, love that yeah because you're showing it right and it's like showing it yes and i think um, that I, yeah so oh no i was gonna just actually wanted yeah. to talk about that as something that um for me as a thing i struggled with at the beginning because when we first started you were like, well, I think you need to have a package or I think you need mm. to have something that you send to people. And I really struggled in the beginning because I was like, I don't know what that looks like for me because I'm not a one-stop shop of one size fits all. Like people come to me needing different things and like people, I give different services to different people depending on what they need. So like the idea of a package, I was like, I just don't understand how mm. I can do that. And I really struggled for a long time and I would do things. I was like, oh, it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. And then when I worked with Bossy, they sent me a package. And it was incredible, like just like from the design, like the minute I opened it, everything was so clear and I knew exactly what they were going to do. And I was like, this is what I need to create for myself. Like I need to create something that like when I send to people, it convinces them or it just like makes them want to work with me even more. So I like kind of like took a step back and I was like, what does that look like? I was like, oh, well, it's visual because like the first package I sent back to you, you were like, Sean, there's no photos in it. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, there was so many <laughs> words and I was like I don't care about the words show me your work right yes and I was like okay so what it's not a package it's basically a mini portfolio and a vibe creator like because mm. a lot of my work is about feeling and about tone and about mood and like that is something that like just is through everything I do. It's a lot mm. of feeling. And so I was like, it needs to not just be pretty visuals, but it needs to be this feeling of like, how would mm. you feel working with me? Mm. And I feel like that's what I was able to get once I had all this great copy and I started shooting all of this cool stuff that I was really interested in. I was like, yes, I have this, all mm. these building blocks to be able to then make something I could send to people. And it's like, mm. It's killer copy that people are like, yes, I know what you do. And then the visuals all tie together. And it's like, I can see your aesthetic and I can see mm. the world you create. And I just want to be part of that world. So then when they get to the end and I'm like, well, this is how much it costs. They're like, great, sign me up. Yeah. Like, yes. 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 Do you know what I think the other good things about that is that A, and we'll jump into this more, but you mm. invested in yourself by going, okay, you know, I'm going to take this on. There's a lot of mm. outgoings and stuff, but it's yeah. like, you know, probably coming back to you already yes. in the way that you've yes. um, had been able to have clients and mm -hmm. opportunities come in. And so you were the consumer of, mm -hmm. of copy and you, what I think that package does, right, is like when a client engage, engages and says, hey, I think I'm interested, right? And mm -hmm. so you get an initial consult or, you know, mm -hmm. interest or whatever that person can still be on the fence. They're showing you they're one foot in, but they're just as much one foot out. And so yes. when you, your first interaction with them is to go, hey, we got you and mm -hmm. here's how it's going to work. And people, when they're worrying about an investment or they're deciding mm -hmm. still, the more information, the more that you can teach them how you work and what you're doing next mm -hmm. and what you could provide and sh inspire them through showing imagery. Yes it gets the it's the it's that final selling piece and so mm. that part where it's like yeah okay cool well let's jump on a call mm. that person's already like you know they're not any step closer to can being yes. convinced yes but when and i think the other thing that we learned through your uh mm. package was you, when we sat down and did your client experience and we're mm. like okay what is all the things you you know, what you had told people you do mm. is that you were like cool 
you know, we'll get, we can do whatever, however many hours, how many mm-hmm. images. And then I'm also got, and I think you were completely over delivering on your imagery yes. as well. Yes. And, you know, I think you're probably like you're 10 cents an hour at this point. Yes, like that's this. it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> But you also had all of these beautiful qualities of like, no, I art direct and I mm. have I source props and I have a studio and I've got really good contacts with people and you know and and I don't it's I don't just turn up and take photos. You mm. people listening, and I think what the packages allowed us to do mm. in the whole process was to actually. Sh- add the perceived value of all the mm. other things that you do, mm. and it's not just like cool book in a date and I'll come shoot. Yes. It was. I'm going to go on this journey, which I think what also ended up happening mm. with why you invested in yourself and even a bit of the rebrand and what we'll, you ended up doing is mm. working on projects for the sake of working on them, not necessarily mm. to get paid, is that what you did was elevate your, and you, I remember this conversation where mm. we kept going back and forth about who well, who do you want to be working with? Mm. And it just kept, we refined it multiple times to mm. the point where we're like, you want to be a luxe photographer. That's your mm. your work screams luxe and mood and well thought out and and an essence of you in it. So mm. how do we then attract those kind of clients, right? Um, but all of that was able to be said through the copywriting, the branding change, mm. um, the packages and the customer journey that you had to do. Yeah, definitely. Because I I remember that as well, being like, oh, I know, I know these all these great people that I want to be working with, but like, you know, how do I get to their level and like for them to see me? And like at the time, I thought what I was doing and like, you know, what I was sending in my aesthetic matched that. And it's interesting, like just looking back at even what I was doing a year ago, I'm like, oh, that's so bad. Like, no wonder those people weren't interested because they would be like, oh, no. Like, and oh, it's not terrible, terrible, but like, I think just when you take that journey, like, Mm. you don't realize how much you're going to grow. But it also, it just takes time to like figure out all of those individual things. It's not like we had one conversation. I was like, oh, I know where I'm going. It was like months of like really hard work and refining everything that I was doing and just like really thinking a lot about what I wanted to be and what I wanted to show to people because it's mm. it's and, and that process of like yeah the experience of working with me was something that I just never thought about before because I knew all the things that I could do I was like yeah like I'm really good at coming up with concepts and ideas and like I have all these really great connections because I've just been working in the industry for so long like I, I, I feel like I can bring all this to people and when I was working with people that's what I was doing but mm. I was like I need to actually articulate to other people that this is the services that I offer before they pay too because it was like no one knew any of that until they were on set right but most there was 80 percent of people who wanted to be on set with you but they didn't know that they were going to get that experience so we had to package that up yeah Yeah, exactly and like also that like just for me to actually understand what I was offering to people because like like we were saying before like I was going into this being like yeah I'm I'm not a business I'm a person I'm just doing what I do Mm. and to actually be able to step back and be like no like what am I actually delivering to people was really Mm. important to understand so that then Mm. I could take that next step and be like okay like this is how Mm. I'm going to talk to like potential clients about what I offer and it is really different to other photographers Mm. out there and like I can sell on that because often like especially with like the bigger jobs that are coming in now and competing against other like amazing Mm. photographers Mm. like and we're all pitching for the same work and so to be able to like put myself out there in this really 
like mm. sophisticated way and be like, these are all the things I can give to you. And like, this mm. is the experience you're going to have working with me. Mm. I think even if like people aren't so sure they're tossing up, it's like, oh, like actually that sounds amazing. Like mm. you talk about um, just getting people to say yes. Like mm. how do you present yourself in a way to people that you give them all the information they need. You create this world and this environment where all they literally do is say yes to working mm. with you. And like that's that was, something yeah. I'm, mm. I think that's exactly the I was just thinking that then too, because I think you going back to that conversation around going from a freelancer to a business. Mm is I think what you learned or the what I noticed in your energy and confidence is mm. that it wasn't like I'm a freelance photographer if work comes in I'll take it you know mm. and it's like you kind of sit there and you wait for the email and the email comes in you're like cool I've got a job this week right mm. and then but what you started to do was that the way that you package yourself up and backed yourself and really you know grew into or, or just started owning all mm. of these things that you did you actually went to when somebody inquired or or people you know you were pitching also or being mm. connected to other people you took the reins and said i'm the photographer i know what i'm doing leave it oh. with me here's all the things to show that you're in good hands um mm. here's how you get on board and you know and so you started rather than being there like if you want me then yeah cool mm. to um yes this person needs a photographer I'll take it off your hands and let me take charge from here. You mm. know, that confidence, I think, in yourself of being like, yeah, I can deliver. I know I can. A hundred percent. And yeah. I think that comes from like having that process of like how I take people through the journey and the experience as well of like, so, and, and, de and like, developing that into a solid process. So like, I get lots of emails from people and sometimes I'm like, oh, this is not my thing. Like, or just people chatting to me who I meet and they're like, oh, I'd love you to do this. And like, now I've got to the point where I'm like, that's not a thing I do. And I feel okay about saying no to that, which I think is a really big thing. Um, um, but like having that thing of like, okay, you come to me, it's a person that I can work with. And like, I think I could make something really great for you. And then I send them through my package so that they know what I offer. And then like we have that conversation around, okay, great. Mm. This is what I need from you. Like, this is what I'm doing. I might be launching a product or I might be, a lot of people recently have been this journey of, elevating what they're offering so they're already mm. a business but they're like ah I just need to bring this next level of polish mm. to what I'm doing so that allows me to jump mm. in and then go through like also oh, how amazing is that that yeah. you're attracting the people who are who I think have noticed that you've elevated yes and so they're like whoa look what Sean's just done with her business I'm gonna do that I, yes. I need her to help me do that Exactly. Right. And so then, you know, we can talk through like, where do you see? So it's kind of, it's kind of, it's not business coaching, but it is a way of like, yeah. maybe like okay, like, where do you, like, what are your ideas about where you want to be visually? Like, yeah. and then it's helping them curate the visual language and like, how do I do that? And all the things that I bring to that. And then like building concepts for them. Like my like concept deck now is like incredible. I've sent people like, and they like call me on the phone crying. They're like, this is amazing. Like, I can't believe yeah. you've like done all of this work and you've like visualized everything that we spoke mm. about. And like, it's given me the confidence to be like, yeah, I can take someone's like two sentence email or, and like through delving through their brand and be like, 
okay, like I visually know how I want to like elevate and represent you mm. and then be able to take them through that journey as well mm. has been like really incredible. But like, and before- I think that's where you mm. didn't always see the value yes. in that part of your work. Yes. You were doing it, but you were almost giving it for free. Free, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's part of understanding that you're actually a business and like all of mm. these things matters, like all of the ways that you interact with clients and the ways mm. that you offer your services to them it's not just me turning up on the day it's Mm. it's everything before that and after that is Mm. the experience and like how you have to like look at your business yeah um yes I love that it's a a good piece of advice as a Mm. reminder for you know creatives and freelancers Mm. and service-based businesses yeah it's not the hours you spend on the job it's the hours you spend researching or following mm. up or touching up so like making sure you do like that real start to finish yeah. plus all of the experience that people have that you bring yeah. as well you know 100% because like the thing I often forget sometimes is like as a creative when you're working with other businesses even if they're creative businesses they don't re- like they can't do what you do so Mm -hmm. actually the act of working with you for them is this huge experience it's really exciting for them and like everything you do is magical and amazing because Mm. they're like I couldn't do that that's Mm. so cool and like understanding that like you're yeah you're giving them something Mm. that's not just oh it's a photograph it's like oh no no I'm inviting you into my world to experience Mm. how I see things and how like Mm. I can take your ideas and make something Mm. new and something that you've never thought about before yeah Um, And I think that that's a really good, I'm going to challenge people listening to this to go to Sean's website. (laughs) What's your website? It's just seanfay.com. S-I-A-N-F-A-Y.com. Yes. Because I want people to go and see how that was reflected in the copywriting. Yeah. Like because it wasn't it didn't used to be that. What how you're describing yourself now mm. was you like, you know, your website was 2D and now yes. it's 5D, you know, yes. like compared yes. to and I think it it'd be really interesting for people to go and see if they get that vibe. I mean, yeah. sure oh totally. Will. But um totally. which is really good for, because I think uh what I'd be interested to share then is like mm. um, you know, the, it's also I was gonna say too, is like the way that you said that people have this confidence in you now mm. and are excited by that, mm. um, that has also been like, that's been a really active, like, and I think it's also really good for people to hear is like, it's not that you, like, you know, a year ago, however mm. long ago it was, it was like, you've worked hard on building that confidence in yourself and mm. yeah, and, and digging deep to find your skill set and your passions and your authentic version of your business. Mm. And now you're radiating that, that yeah. it's coming out and people can go, oh, this person's killing it. But it's like, you've done a lot of deep work personally yeah. and professionally and financially. Mm. And, you know, you've done the homework and you've had the, you know, the back and forth and so through all of this process it wasn't a one up trajectory there was times in here where you you know we got on calls and you were like oh my god what am I doing (laughs) oh my god yeah and I think that's also really important to understand because like I I don't think people realize sometimes when they're looking in it's just sometimes it's really hard and like I definitely got to a point like my partner is a chef and I got to a point at the beginning of the year I was like maybe I just go and and work in his cafe and just you know Mm. just wait stuff for a few months and just take my mind out of this because I'm just so overwhelmed Mm. with feeling like I wasn't doing what I should be doing and Mm. feeling like I wasn't at where I wanted to be and 
that like the mental game is really hard. Mm. Like, and I've experienced this with a lot of my creative friends. Like, this, I think especially over the last few years, like this, you talk about a lot the roller coaster mm. of highs and lows. And I think when you have a real passion about where you want to be and what you want to do, when you feel like you're not achieving that, it's it's really hard sometimes Mm. to motivate yourself to like get past that. Mm -hmm. And I think it is important to like have a really good group of like people you can talk to like my partner he's incredible he's so supportive like when I'd be like I just I just think I need to give up for a minute he'd be like no like you're amazing like I believe in you like a million percent like you need to keep pursuing this like you're working so hard and he could see the value in what I was doing I think even really before I could see it like he'd see and I think you know I've always been inspired by like Emma as well and then like there was calls when we got on it was like this isn't a coaching call this is just a mental health check-in you know like a hundred percent like those those creative feedback loops and Mm. and not doing it solo and I think that's the beauty of like you know investing in yourself as Mm. well because you you don't feel like you're alone it's not you in your studio being like how do I grow my business it's like Mm. you've got two other creative minds plus Emma plus your partner plus you know the other you're in the co-working space yes um of all these people being like let us contribute to how yes. you in to how to grow you and, and yes. elevate you as well. And I, I think, I mean, it's hard to find sometimes. And I do speak to a couple of people that I've like met through friends and they're like, I just feel so isolated. Like, how do you, like, how do you find these groups of people? And I think it's just by like, and it, it can be other makers, it can be other creatives, it can be people that you just find around, like you necessarily don't have to do the same thing. Like mm-hmm. I don't actually have any other real like female photographer friends. Like all my other mm-hmm. friends are like stylists or like other people, but like we all have these things that we really love to do mm-hmm. that we can help bounce each other like mm. ideas of like oh I think you should go in this direction or like I feel like yeah. this is something that you could do to help level you up and like having people who can see you in a different way than you see yourself mm. and like your potential yeah. like it's incredible because mm. and especially if you trust them and like, okay yeah. if you say so yeah can I ask a question around yes. how it felt for you to invest in six months of business coaching, you know, yes. a top-end complete website rewrite mm. plus extras? Yes. What did that feel like? Was there fear around that or was there? Oh, so much you fear. Know, and then also did you notice a, um, did you notice a, a discipline or an urgency or whatever? Like, Because I think it's like that thing where it's like, mm. you know, sometimes friends are great, but then it's like you need that, you need somebody who's just, yeah, who is prepared to not be your friend and be, yes. you know, like to be yeah, savage. Totally. I mean, look, my friends, they're very direct. Yeah. Uh, not everyone's blessed to have friends who will tell you how it is all of the time. But, you know, yes, 100%. Like I think when I was like, okay, I'm going to spend this money, it's a lot of money when I'm not bringing anything in. I think I saw the inherent value of everything though. So it was never a fear about spending the money. It was a fear about whether I would be able to and not even follow through because like I'm always very good at following through but whether Mm. or not I would see the rewards at the end of it and it's Mm. not a reflection of like what I was or who I was investing in it was just I think when you're at that stage where you feel like oh I'm not bringing in the work that I want to bring in Mm. like investing all this money just feels really scary because like I don't have this money to just throw around to people so it's like important Mm. to like 
find people that you trust but then like there's this fear of like I've just invested all this money and like what if nothing comes back to me and And it's also like that thing where it's like you haven't had the experience yet of Mm. these paying jobs or some of the other jobs that ended up coming through where you're like I couldn't have imagined this person from this app would buy Mm. this photo off me for this price point you know like you couldn't have prepared for any of that um yes and but it's yeah, so you haven't yet had the experience of people paying you even yes. enough to pay mm. back what you've just invested. Yes, and, like, and I think I think also me this much. <laughs> I think <laughs> also like the thing that's really shifted for me is the way that um, once you put things out there that feel authentically you and that like I think have a distinct voice you have actually no idea the people that are looking at you, like whether it's on social media or however your work gets shared or wherever you put your things, you have no idea the people that are out there watching you and looking at you. And so things, once you start putting out work that's like inspiring to other people, they will come to you and you're like, well, I had no idea you were following me. I had no idea that like I was even in this sphere of influence. Mm. And it's, I think when you're in the the dark spaces of like, oh, no one's seeing my stuff, no one knows even I exist, like it, I think sometimes you have to believe that there are people out there who are watching you and they will come to you when it is the right time. Mm. And sometimes the right time is not when you need it. Like it's mm. not when you're like, I have nothing on for two months. <laughs> like please come at me. It's always when you've like, you know, it, it's when you're always really busy and you're like, oh, I can't take on one more thing. Um <laughs> But just that knowledge that, like, yes, there. I, mm. I think the world is so big now. In Did the you notice the difference in yourself? So that thing around the fear, obviously, of investing. Mm. Yeah. Did you notice a level up in your, your yeah, like that, like the work that you did or what you had to then almost match the investment oh 100 percent. I think I well I think it's not even so much a money thing I think it was like what I was paying for was like an elevated vision from other people and then Mm. once I started hearing that and seeing that from other people I was like okay like I'm now going to refine myself to bring myself to that level. Mm. And I mean, for me, I'm not a financially motivated person. Like mm. it, like when, when you've got no money coming in, it's like terrifying. But mm. I'm also not the kind of person that's like, oh, well, I need to earn this much money by the end of the year. I need to mm. be, you know, this is like my financial goal. So for me, like spending money and getting money back is not a real um, I don't know, like it's it's like the definite fear of like, oh, I have no money, but it doesn't really extend past mm. that. So for me, like the motivating factor was more just like um, that these people were giving me all of these amazing tools mm. and like they were saying, oh, you can be here. And so mm. I was like, I have to bring myself to that level because yeah. like, I, I, I now that. see what they see and I'm like, oh, okay, I've yeah. got to rise to meet that. And like yeah. I'm a I'm a people pleaser, so, <laughs> you know. Like I'm like, oh, well, people need a thing from me. People, people that have an expectation. Oh, I've I've got to, I've got to meet that expectation. Yeah. You know? It's so good. It's like yeah. It's like you when you. That's the thing that I think I talk about is like that going into that next level of, mm. of professionalism and then being almost pulled up to the level mm. through being who you surround yourself with, yeah, you know, and then and like, learning the mindset of somebody mm. who's like, nah, we're going here now, you yes, know, and it's like, um, and you're also not going back. <laughs> mm, I, it definitely, definitely. And I think mm. that, that just takes time as well. Like I think 
sometimes you you go into people hey, I've got to grow to the next phase mm. or I want to do something and you think I know especially for me when we started mm. I was like oh this has to happen tomorrow because I need work tomorrow like this all has yeah. to happen instantly and I was like oh I, I it's you talk about it like this space of like lack of those space of like abundance and I would definitely I think was giving off that energy of like oh I'm insecure in what I'm doing and where I am and I was reaching out to people from a space of like desperation. I was like, I just need the work. And yeah. what's really shifted for me now is like I definitely am existing and approaching things from a place of of abundance, of just like mm-hmm. things will come to me when it's right. Like I've yeah. put in all of this effort and work and like I'm seeing how that's um, reflected out in the world and how that's coming back to me and mm. just feeling a lot more secure in like the calmness of just like, you know what, mm. it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. I've gone through this really tricky part, like we've made it through and I've got to this place now where mm. I feel confident and I feel like, you know, that mm. things will happen when they're supposed to and I just yeah. trust more in that. And I think mm. that is then reciprocated from the people that I deal with. They feed off that energy and they're like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. you know, you yeah. have this positivity and this like this generosity about the way that you're coming and approaching me. And so like it, it's it's then reciprocated a yeah. lot more, I think, in yeah. how things eventually. Yeah. I love that. And that also brings me to there was that part in um in the coaching where we were talking mm. about, you know, like as a freelancer, yeah, you often just do the jobs that get come in, right? Mm. And and you carving out the time to work on the business and do jobs that inspired yes. you that actually cost you money, you know, like you oh. went out and bought product and you concepted things and you took days and you didn't necessarily get paid for them, mm. but you opened some doors and got some conversations mm. and you got some interest and then, yeah, be interested. And I think that was also part of leading to people really starting to go, oh, what's Sean doing over here? A hundred percent. And I think it's that really, like you spoke a lot to me about that as well when I first started because I was really interested in just like making my own work and you're just like, well, at some point you've also got to make some money. Like mm. <laughs> you've got to you've got to find this balance. And so I think that was really what the first part of this year was for me. It was like finding that balance of like, investing time in myself to just go into my little studio world and just build cool things and Mm. like you know work with products and things and brands that like one day I would love to be shooting for and just like show that like I can do this like even just to myself I think Mm. a lot of it it was really not for anyone else it was like for Mm. myself of like I'm gonna prove to myself that like I can do this and that I can create this Mm. work that's worthy of like the level that I want to be at. Mm. And I just gave myself time to like work through that. Um, And like, obviously people aren't always in the position to do that. And it is really, Mm. really difficult. And like with that came a lot of financial stress Mm -hmm. to be like, oh, like, you know, I'm just spending all this time not making any money. But like it has come back to me like tenfold now. Like, and I think that's always really hard to understand when you're in that initial phase of like, just doing things that like you don't earn your money but like are actually the things that like in like six months mm. or a year from now that uh, people are going to look at it and be like oh that's mm. so cool and like will then bring you in bigger and better work than you can ever have imagined at the beginning right I love that and I think it's a beautiful reminder of yeah 
you're doing things and while they might not bring financial dollars in, they're bringing reputation or they're expanding your portfolio or they're feeding you creatively or, you know, Mm. down the track you, you know, and some of it open conversations that may or may not, you know, Mm. like go, you know, lead to anything, but doors have been opened and you're Mm. on the radar of people. That's all part of the process too. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And like, you know, just something like that's kind of happened to me over the past few months was just as simple as using a hashtag, like Mm. on Instagram, like I don't really invest in ads or or anything like that. And before we started working together, I haven't really touched my Instagram in years. Mm. Um, And so it's been something I've kind of been developing um, as part of like my creative brand of like, curating a thing where people come to me and they're like oh yeah I see what you do and like um there's a particular program that like a lot of photographers use to like shoot into uh and I was using one of their hashtags and they got in touch with me and they were like oh we love your work like it's so cool can we share some of it I was like absolutely and then like through that it then like progressed into them being like actually we love this work so much we want to buy one of your images and use it on our new app that we're launching I was like Oh my god! Mm. Like you know, and it's just those things happen in ways that you can never expect, and it's just mm. by like, like the work that they love was just something that like I collaborated with a florist mm. friend of mine on, and it was for nothing other than we just mm. wanted to create something beautiful for us, and like then it's like returned to me in a way that I could never have anticipated. Mm. Yeah, I love that, and it's like which leads me into my final question before we get into your number one tip. But share with us some of the wins because I think we spent a lot of time in that space of like, you know, you came in here and stuff. But, yeah, if you're open to it, let's tell mm. people how you've gone and what, you know, what are the difference between the person that came in with like, you know, completely undercharging or not getting mm. paid at all to, mm. you know, and I think because also I want to preface this for everybody, it's like it's, yeah, you know, they're, they're, this is not to say there might be more hard days or that, you know, like in six mm. months' time we want to also take it up a notch and do this process all over again and but mm. also to put you into the next level or whatever. But it's also very important, and I think this is what we said on our last session, is write down all of these wins because mm. you need to celebrate that all of this, which is why I wanted you here, like stamping it in time <laughs> yeah. to be like, come back and listen to this podcast. And, um <laughs> And remind yourself that all mm-hmm. of that hard work that sometimes felt pointless or was answering lots of questions or, you know, back and forth and of edits and stuff, it led to this mm. stuff that, like, it wasn't a initial strategy of, yeah, a Facebook ad or a pitch. Mm. It, or it's actually you elevating your presence, your confidence, um, you know, and your, your strategy just being in alignment. Mm has then allowed you to, you know, I would say that you're living it now mm. in, this, in this space of what you'd set out to do. Yeah, um, for sure. Like, and I think the biggest thing that has surprised me is just where a lot of this stuff has come from because, like, mm. we did talk a lot in the beginning about, like, who are the people you want to work for and then, like, reaching out to them with, like, pictures and ideas and, like, some things panned out and some things didn't, um, whereas the things that I think have really come to me it have been the most exciting. I just had no idea, like, that they were even, you know, the, that they were going to happen. Um, but, I mean, a lot of it has been around, like, like for instance, like Real Living Magazine, who's, like, someone I actually, like, like a, a place where I started working when I was, like, just fresh out of beauty. Like, I loved working with, like, magazines and interiors. And it was always my dream one day to, like, 
come back when I was like a photographer who like was known and like have them ask me to come back to do stuff in my own style and like for who I was as a photographer and like that actually happened to me recently mm-hmm. they I've been working with them a lot over the last few months and like it is that thing of like they like we love what you do we mm-hmm. want you to come to us and do what you do for us and like they just keep booking me on all these really cool things and I'm like I just didn't even know this was gonna happen mm-hmm. um and it's been really nice and I've just had other people like that like I've started having like much bigger brands and agencies come to me and they're like we love what you do we want Mm. you to do this for our client like we want you to have this we want you to we want you to be this person and like that's just been the most incredible like rewarding part of this to be like oh like people now see what I do and they are coming to me because they're Mm. like we want you to do what you do for us like and I don't think it's really any one person or any one thing just like that in itself I think is the Mm. goal that I'm the most happy about just being like I get to walk on set like I literally had this job yesterday with a fellow nester and they they were like we didn't want you to come and do this thing for us and like it was just so magical and they were like you've just like created this whole world and this whole thing that like I could never anticipate it and like I'm like that I'm like I I just can't believe I get paid to do that now mm. like which is I think the best thing <laughs> I love that so much I mean <laughs> I'm like ready to cry <laughs> Because it's like, I just, and I'm so glad that you've shared this and that mm. we've probably really given free coaching to everyone. That <laughs> I know. For, I... That's also how generous you are. We're like, it's right. But it's this thing right of like, yeah, I, th- that confidence of like, you know, yes, I will, you know, you that, that I just clearly remember this, you know, thing of like, people coming in and negotiating you down and mm, mm. and you still doing it and above and beyond or, you know, working to briefs and things like that. And I think a really important part, which we forgot to mention, is that you started saying no to that stuff. Yes, oh, that's true. You <laughs> actually started saying no to some of the cheaper stuff, mm. even though it was money. Yes. And then as a result, you're in this place now where you – yeah, you're calling the shots and your full creative expression. And I think it's this beautiful blooming of it was all there and mm. it just needed to be unlocked and it just needed to be expressed and you just needed to tell the world that, mm. hey, I'm here and this is what I do and and I would love to do it with you. And I think you've done that. You've just opened up and and, you know, backed yourself and put yourself to the front. And as a result, people are like, oh, how did we not know? Well, thank yes, let's do mm. this. We need yes. to get in your diary. Yes, a hundred percent. I think yes, like saying no. I think is a really difficult thing for a lot of like mm. creative people. Like it is not also just like because it's not paying enough, but it's like oh, but you know, I just want to I want to help people out. Like I want to. I think there's also that desire of like oh, I have this skill set and I know that I could help you, mm. and like I think sometimes it's hard to like shut that side of yourself down and be like, no, but like, actually I've got to take care of myself and like my sanity. Like I think something we also talk a lot about is like the managing of like your personal time and like your personal, Mm. like what you need as a person. And I think Mm. sometimes that's really hard when like, for me, it's like, I work like 24 seven, like, you know, Mm. I'll shoot all day and then I've come home and I've got emails or like, I've got a a concept I have to put together. It's like my partner, he has like, well, it's not a nine to five. It's a 4am to 3pm. But like, you know, he has the time he goes in, he works in the kitchen, he comes home and like, 
I sometimes look at that and I'm like, well, you have such a different like mm. balance to your life. And I think that's the thing about saying no is it allows you to be like, mm. I need some time for myself as well to be a healthy, yeah. healthy human. And it, right. And the no actually makes you more desirable too. Because oh, exactly. You, like that's you, the thing. When you show up on set, you're ready to go, you know, mm. as well. So um, amazing. Such an incredible story. And thank you for sharing so generously. Oh, with thank you for having me on. Insights. Uh, <laughs> what would you say the number one tip is for somebody who's a freelancer, personal brand, wanting to be taken seriously as a company and, and have yeah people coming to them with their dream clients? I think it's about really spending the time to understand genuinely what you do. Because I think it's really easy to have a surface level understanding of like, oh, I do A, B, and C. But like actually like, and it, it, it sounds really trivial. It's like, oh, what makes you unique? But it, it's deeper than that. It's more about like, what do I want to deliver to people? Like what, like not the actual services, like it's not the photography, it's not the whatever. It's like, what is the actual thing I want to give to someone when they work with me? Mm. And I think use that as like the building block to like, bring yourself up to a new level because like mm. then it's more authentically you and you're really passionate about it because like yes this is the thing I actually like burn in desire to do. Mm, I love that beautiful advice. I love when when it's like I hear that and I'm just like job done. Like, ah! you, know, you can be the next coaching <laughs> the next coach. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here and sharing and congratulations. You've worked so hard. You've taken big risks. You've literally ridden the highs and lows and continue to do so. And you should be celebrating these massive oh. highs. And I'm glad I get to have you here and help celebrate oh. them. Thank you so much yeah. for having me. And like also like obviously the journey that we've been on together. It's just been incredible. <laughs> Amazing. No, I'm looking forward to more to come. Yes. Have a great day. <laughs>